info track. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. For kids, staying safe isn't quite as easy as it is for adults, especially since youngsters lack the motor skills and perception that we adults take for granted. With more, here's InfoTrack's Lisa G. Lisa? Thanks, Chris. We are speaking with Jody Plummert, who is a professor in the University of Iowa's Department of Psychological and Brain Sciences. You have an interesting topic, why children struggle to cross busy streets safely. So what is it that you studied and what did your research find out? We were especially interested in kids' ability to cross roads safely when the traffic is relatively dense and the cross traffic doesn't stop. This is a challenging situation because you have to judge whether the gap is big enough to get through, and then you have to time your movement appropriately so that you actually make it through the gap safely. And so this kind of a situation does require kids to coordinate their decisions about the gaps they choose with their movement timing, especially how they cut in behind the lead vehicle and the gap that they're crossing. So that was the problem that we were interested in studying. So, of course, this is something that we can't just take kids and put them at the side of the roadway and say, hey, see if you can get across the road. So we use virtual reality or virtual environment technology to study this problem. So we put kids in a big, immersive pedestrian simulator And this is three large screens and a floor projection that surrounds the child. And they watch virtual traffic that's traveling down the road coming from the left-hand side. And the traffic never stops. It's quite busy. And they have to judge the gaps and decide when it's safe to cross. And when they think that they can get across without getting hit, they actually physically walk across the virtual roadway and then they come back and they do another trial so that's how we did the study and what is it that you found out we were looking at a wide range of ages kids who were 6 8 10 12 14 year olds and adults and what we found is that kids under the age of 12 were taking pretty risky gaps and they also were not timing their movement very precisely And by age 14, kids look just like adults in terms of the gap decisions that they made and also how they timed their movement to get across the roadway. So is it for younger children that their brains are still developing and they don't have the skill to cross the street or to make that judgment call? Yeah, I think that there are two things going on, and it's probably about brain maturation as well as road crossing experience. So younger kids are going to have less experience crossing roads, and they're also not as mature as older kids are. And so there are parts of the brain that are involved with timing movement and making decisions that are still undergoing a lot of development up through adolescence. And so we do think that the combination of lack of experience and immature brain development is contributing to what we see. Do you also take into account that when it comes to driving, drivers aren't paying as much attention anymore? They're texting, they're talking on the phone, which they shouldn't be, right? Right. So you potentially have these sorts of lethal combinations where if drivers aren't paying attention to the possibility that a kid might be trying to cross, 
and you have a young child who's not making good decisions, you potentially have sort of a lethal combination there. So what is a child to do? What we really recommend is that parents help their kids find places to cross streets where the traffic does stop. So where there's a stop sign or a traffic light, you know, a walk signal. And those are safe places for even younger kids to be able to cross the road. We don't recommend kids under the age of 14 trying to cross these busy roads where the cross traffic isn't stopping. And so can a parent help in this situation? Many parents aren't educated in this. They may be saying don't cross, but they don't know why. Right. I think it is important for parents to spend time with their kids crossing streets. And I think many parents actually do engage in this kind of training with their kids. But it's really good for parents to be aware that kids might see a gap that looks good to them. It looks good to the parent. But because the kids tend to delay their initiation of crossing, they have less time to work with when they're actually crossing that gap. We are speaking with Jody Plummer, a professor at University of Iowa's Department of Psychological and Brain Sciences, who did research about young children crossing the street and not being developed enough mentally to make that decision when it comes to, oh, wow, do I have enough time to cross? Can I make it before a car comes too close? Because we spoke about the variables of people texting, not paying attention, listening to the radio, whatever it may be, Has there been an increase in pedestrian, child pedestrian fatalities because of these? Well, there still are a lot of child pedestrian fatalities each year. And the number overall of pedestrian and bicyclist kinds of fatalities are going up. But a lot of that is due to the fact that more people are walking and bicycling as well. There are some indications that it's going up, but we just know in general that pedestrian injuries and fatalities are a leading cause of death and disability in childhood. What other ways can a parent teach their child about the responsibility of being at that corner and crossing the street? Taking kids to street crossing locations and even ones where the cross traffic isn't stopping, but having the parents practice with the child is a good idea. And instead of the parent just leading the crossing, like saying, okay, let's go now, it's a good idea to let the child make the decision and then give them feedback about the crossing. Of course, if the kid's going to make a very risky decision, you want to stop from crossing. But that way, it starts to transfer this responsibility for making good crossing decisions from the parent to the child. So I think that that kind of practice is going to be the most useful for kids, especially when they get, you know, around 10 years old, I think is a good time to be maybe working with kids on those kinds of crossing situations. Yeah, it's interesting listening to you. When you describe young kids, it almost sounds like elderly, you could swap out the two. When you're young, you don't have that skill. And when you get older, you lose the skill. Yeah, that's a really interesting point. And we're also very interested in looking at elderly pedestrians. It's not something that we've started yet. But we see the same kinds of issues with elderly pedestrians as you see with young children. So 
they may choose a gap that could be fine for getting across, but because they're so slow off the mark and slow to initiate their movement, again, they have less time to work with, and so they end up with these close calls as pedestrians. Jody Plummer, professor in the University of Iowa's Department of Psychological and Brain Sciences. Thank you so much for your time. We so appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me. For InfoTrack, I'm Lisa G. You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know.